Hi everyone, and welcome to The Shot with Cosmos with Cosmos, where we all take a shot and tell a story about astronomy, or the night sky, or even the universe. Something related. Yeah. Or something related. To the universe, which is everything. Okay, that's fair. And in today's episode, I will be talking about Robert Wilson, Arno Penzias. <laughs> Fuck yes! Oh, it's the best story ever! And the universe's afterglow. And white dialects of material. Oh, we were watching Dark History. Yes, but I had already decided before oh, that. Okay. And the, the goal here is to keep it five to ten minutes. Yeah. Uh, but this is like one of our favorite astronomy stories. I love this to death. Oh boy. So we'll see if this happens. And as always for these uh, the shots, we take a shot at the beginning. So cheers. Hey. Cheers. Clink, 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 clink. Oh my god. I am not going to make it through this episode. And of course, I took a shot of water, so I'm going to be great. <laughs> Very brown water. Very brown water. Okay. All right, Mike. It's going. Take it away. Our story begins in 1960. Deep in the hundred acre woods. Or, what is that, or in Home, Homedale, Homedale, New Jersey, which is right across the bay. From New York City. Uh, the Bell Labs had built uh, a, a um, telescope. It's not really the right word, Radio but telescope. at the time it was um, it was a receiver or the transmitter kind of thing where um, it looked like a horn. Like one of those old timey ones. Yes, exactly. Like, in your ear. like the seven, like, like in the like, seventy, like, like, like Ebenezer Scrooge. Yeah, yeah. Can you talk yeah. Yeah, like like Q on the Star Trek Next Generation, he had one of those and one of the things. But anyway, so this was to um, amplify radio signals from around the world, and so it was all about transmissions. But it became obsolete shortly after they made it. With the obsolete, I'm obsolete. Just clarify that word because it was a little. Became obsolete shortly after they um, made this uh, horn-shaped uh, telescope um, with the launch of the Telstar. Satellite. Ooh, Telstar. That's another yeah. story, folks. Oh. Yes. So, but there were two Bell employees that were very excited about this development because they could use it to actually do academic research. Mm. And their names... <laughs> <laughs> and their names were Robert Wilson and Arno Penzias. Oh, two names. Arno Love those names. names. Yes. And so their whole... He was German, by the way. Oh. So, well, good talk. <laughs> good talk, yes. So, what they wanted to do was they wanted to look for the faint radio radio emissions of supernova remnants. Okay. Yes, and so in our galaxy and beyond, but mainly inside of our stars galaxy. Stars go boom. <laughs> yeah, stars that go boom. But right. when they turned everything on, they got this just radio static. This radio noise, and no matter where they look, over there, over there, over there, there was radio static, radio goo, radio try, gaga. Did they try power cycling the telescope? <laughs> it's it ghosts. It's well, ghosts. it's ghosts. What they did though yeah. was they they probably did do that. They power, <laughs> the first thing you do is always power cycle. Uh -huh. So they power cycled, but then they cleaned everything. Uh huh. Still and noise. What did they clean? Still noise. What Wait a minute. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. Still noise. There's still noise. They're like, okay, let's go into the telescope itself. So that's oh, what they did. Yeah. So they go into the telescope 
And there are some pigeons. And there's some pigeons that have made their home there. Oh, no. They're living their best pigeon life. Oh, and they get those pigeons out. They evict them. So the inside of the telescope is filled with what? Hold on. Hold on. But then they find that there is white dielectric material on throughout this telescope. Now, for astronomers, white dielectric material. For everybody else, like us, bird shit. Bird That's shit. exactly what I thought. Okay, I don't have time for that. When I was over in the Smithsonian a few months ago, they actually have one of the cages that they trap pigeons in. There, and take a picture, take a selfie with it. Oh, <laughs> nice. It was so cool. Nice. So they swept all this out. But the static's still there. The noise is still there. So it didn't come from shit. No, it didn't come from shit. Oh. So now we have to figure out what's it coming from. And so they're like, hey, we are right across from New York City. Really? Let's aim the telescope. Yeah. Let's let's aim the telescope at New York and let's just see. Let's just rule out urban interference. And that's exactly what they did. It wasn't coming from New York City. Was it a microwave? Because that happened recently. Oh well, no, no. Did they have those back in 1960? But anyway. No, oh, is it is it from is it from the solar system? They ruled out all solar system objects. That's cool. Is it um is it from the galaxy itself? No, it's not. Is it from this 1962 nuclear explosion that we set off sure, above yeah. some island yeah. somewhere? No. Is it, is it perhaps from a galaxy far, far away? No. Oh, no. Not even that. Not even that. Wow. Nothing they did uh-huh. actually ruled out where this uh, radiation was coming from. Yeah. And so they're like, oh, my God, what the fuck is going on? What the hell's going on with this? And they didn't know. It's gonna be frustrating. Yeah, and then Arno, somebody, I guess. Ghostbusters. Arno's just hanging out, hanging out with a buddy of his, a colleague of his, and he's like, you know what? We got this radiation problem, and <laughs> well, at least it's not a sickness. <laughs> no, we we really need to get rid of this radiation so that we can hey look at supernova remnants. Yeah. That's really what we want to look at. We want to look at what happened when stars go boom. That's what we want to study. Big father boom. And then their colleague was like, hey, you know what? Um, I just read this paper. I read this paper from this um, uh, from this this team that's just 30 miles away from here, not very far, in Princeton. And the guy, the guy who's head of the team, his name is Robert Dickey. And Robert Dickey, he loves the Big Bang. I mean, who doesn't? Um, so he loves the Big Bang. He's very, very happy about the big bang and he said diggy likes to bang diggy likes to bang and um he he said that after the the universe went boom it expanded and cooled down Uh but there's an afterglow and it should be in the microwave range yeah and so arno penzias was like bang to be glowing (laughs) he was like i gotta have a smoke Arno's like, oh, that might explain everything. And so what he does is he he calls up uh, Robert Dickey. Yes. And he goes like, you know what? We have this radiation problem. I, I think we have found your... Um, got your bang. Your big, your, your, your bang. bang afterglow. I think yeah. we found your bang afterglow. And then... And then... And then, <laughs> you know... excited. <laughs> Robert Dickey hangs up the phone. And he goes, well, boys, we've been scooped. (laughs) 
Because he actually had built a, he had built a device yeah, to look for this. That, yeah, he didn't think to go, let me think no, of no, what he did. I could do. He did. So in the, in those papers when he was writing, you know, what would be great instruments to find this background radiation, they said, this hook telescope right down the road would be great for it. But they just didn't make that communication. Oh, so right. they knew it would be great to see. Oh, no. You know what's really cool, though? The oh, irony in all this know. is Robert Wilson, he studied the steady state of the universe, which is the exact opposite of the Big Bang. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that got a fuck yeah. And so when he wrote the paper, well, when him, Arno, and they actually wrote the paper with, with Dickie. Oh, they, oh, that's nice. Yeah. But, but Dickie didn't win Nobel Prize. No, oh, he didn't. <laughs> oh, but I'm getting there. I know, All man. Right, so, <laughs> so they, they, because Robert Wilson did not believe in the Big Bang and he did not want... Mm-hmm his discovery with this to actually uh, be supportive of the Big Bang, uh-huh. they just, uh, you know, basically stated the facts, which in scientific language is, yes, you state the facts, but there's always kind of an interpretation of the facts mm-hmm. that occurs yeah. at the end. Yeah. And so there was no interpretation of the facts that occurred. And Arno Penzias and Robert Wilson won the Nobel Prize for sweeping out a bunch of bird shit. Love it. And <laughs> and actually listening and actually uh-huh. discovering the universe's Big Bang afterglow. And and they didn't realize really the significance of what they found until they read about it in the New York Times. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is the thing that we found. Whatever. This was get it. This was like the most accidental Nobel Prize that wow. you could ever get. That's the best kind of Nobel Prize. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Really? And that is the story. Of Arno Penzias, Robert Wilson, and the universe's Big Bang Afterglow. One Cheers. Of, awesome. One of my favorite thanks for, stories. Thanks for joining us. Follow us on all things. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs>